0: Hey, this is Sophia from CNET, here with the latest tech news. The tech industry often refers to Apple's ecosystem of devices as a walled garden, an idyllic world of tech, where each of the company's devices work together because Apple controls intricate details of how they work. In a few months, that wall will get a bit higher. Sometime this fall, the tech giant will release iOS 14, iPadOS 14, and OS Big Sur, the software that powers its iPhones, iPads, and Mac computers, respectively. Apple's added new features to the software, which will be free to existing device owners, offering both convenience and an even greater pull to bring you even deeper into Apple's world. The sign in with Apple feature, introduced a year ago, will more closely connect with apps to allow you to create accounts, sign up for new apps, and log into existing apps using your current Apple ID. Apple's also got a virtual car keys feature that creates a digital key to unlock and start your car with just your phone. And if you want, you can share those car keys with friends through Apple's encrypted iMessage service. Speaking of messages, that app has a new feature too, making group chats more appealing by offering threaded conversations as in Facebook and Slack, as well as the ability to grab someone's attention by writing their name. Apple's efforts to tighten the connections among its services is nothing new, but the announcements the company made Monday at its WWDC event bring that interoperability to a level users haven't experienced before. Apple's efforts to control the experience on its devices has helped it build well-regarded software to power popular devices like the Mac computers, iPhones, iPads, and Apple Watches. But increasingly, you need to either go all-in on Apple devices or risk missing out on the key benefits. At the same time, governments around the world have been questioning the ways the government wields that power, potentially shutting out rivals. The European Union has opened two investigations into how Apple treats outside developers. Apple also hasn't made key popular technology like the iMessage encrypted chat service available to phones powered by Google's Android software. The company did quietly open up two key elements of iOS, with the next version allowing you to change the default email and browser on your iPhone. Apple never mentioned the capability during the keynote, with the revelation coming in one of its presentation slides. The number of people who have iPhones, iPads, and Mac computers is small. Many more people have an iPhone and a computer made by a different company. But as Apple continues adding features that competitors have had for years, like small apps known as widgets on its home screen, or threaded conversations in its Messages app, more people might be wooed over to the company's side. The biggest news out of Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference wasn't the new features for its iPhones, but rather the changes coming to the company's Mac computers. Starting in the fall, Apple will begin selling computers powered by chips with designs similar to those in the iPhone and iPad. These chips, the latest of which have names like A13 Bionic, initially appeared in the first iPad in 2010. Apple said its chips today are more than 100 times faster than those original chips. Beyond that, by building its own chips for its computers, Apple is able to fine-tune its software even more to provide an optimal experience. For consumers, this means the opportunity to bring some of the apps they already use on their iPhones on the Macs giving them incentive to look at other Apple hardware. For years, industry watchers have wondered whether Apple would eventually marry its ultra-portable iPad tablet with the MacBook laptop. Apple has routinely dismissed the idea, despite positive reviews from Microsoft Surface laptops, which popularized the idea of a computer-tablet hybrid. But with iOS 14, iPadOS 14, and macOS Big Sur, Apple's effectively married them anyway. By making its new Mac computers capable of running iPhone and iPad apps, few things are left separating the Mac from its mobile cousins. The Mac has more storage, and it's designed to perform more advanced tasks like professional video editing and graphics design. But other than that, a touch screen and some extra ports, they're not that different anymore. Apple even made this point. By rebuilding its Maps app on the Mac using its iPhone and iPad app as its base, the company did the same with its iMessages app. For Apple, tying its devices even tighter together and building that wall ever higher is just the latest way it can guarantee as good an experience as it can. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.